Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hola amigos and welcome back to Locked On Canucks, where the Canucks are on a heater and it's continuing. Funny thing. This win streak has coincided with me taking over the channel. And so we're going to talk about a Canucks big win on Saturday night against the San Jose Sharks. And also, playoffs? I know I was kind of on the non-playoff bandwagon a couple days ago, but has my tune changed? Before that, I want to thank you guys all for making Locked on Canucks your first listen of the day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Today's Monday's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered for all of your betting needs. It's a very big weekend this week UFC, NHL, NBA, the Masters, everything. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And the game on Saturday night. At Rogers Arena is where we are going to start this episode because the Vancouver Canucks won again. They've won again at at home this time too. They were struggling at home of late, but hey, they won 4-2 against the San Jose Sharks, a team they should have beat, and they beat them. Thatcher Demko was brilliant once again. 35 saves on 37 shots. You know, I'm just always talking about how Superstar players need to step up. The superstars need to carry this team. The superstars need to lead this team. Well, on Saturday, superstars were non-existent. Yeah, it was the role players that stepped up. Jason Dickinson, his fourth goal of the year to open the scoring. Now, Jason Dickinson's battled injuries. He's been on the lineup. He's kind of uh, hasn't been the third line center we all expected him to be the beginning of the year when he was acquired from Dallas. But he scored at a very big time, very big game. Then Connor Garland, his 15th. You remember Connor Garland when he first got acquired from Arizona? Everybody expected him to be, you know, a 60-point guy, really good. And he's been, you know, he's starting off to such a hot start, a great start to this season. And he's cooled off ever since kind of Brudrow came in. And he scored his first goal in not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, in 20 games. And it could not come at a better time. And also, Alex Chieson, he's been on a heater lately. I feel like he's kind of playing a lot better. He's stepping up at an an opportunist time. And he scored eventually, basically the game-winning goal. And Luke Shen scored in the empty net for all you Canucks plus one and a half puck line betters who got that covered. You could thank Luke Shen and send him a case of beer, wine, or whatever. Probably not any alcohol because we're not going to promote that. Um, but whatever Luke Shen wants to help you cover that bet. Um, an impressive win by the Vancouver Canucks. Setting up an even bigger matchup on tonight against, no, sorry, Tuesday night. Tuesday night against the Vegas Golden Knights. A team that they are basically still chasing in the standings because as we're doing our daily standings update, as they currently sit, 
The Knights are 84 points. The Stars are 86 points. And the Canucks are at 80 points. Now, the Canucks have far less wins than the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights have 40 wins. The Canucks have 35. But that is not here or there. The Canucks' only job is to gain points and catch up to Vegas and Dallas in the standings. So, the Canucks, with nine games left, sit six points out of a playoff spot, four points behind Vegas. Can we have a playoff run? They're only they're thinking, they're six points behind LA as well. Is it actually possible the Canucks will make the playoffs? I know earlier last week, I was, sorry, last week I was saying I don't want them to be a part of the playoffs because they're doing what the Canucks do best. Build us all hope. And then they're just going to miss the playoffs and we're just going to ruin a draft pick and do what the Canucks always do. But the way this team is playing of late, I really think maybe it's time the playoffs become a thing that the Canucks go for. Look, I think they owe it. The Canucks owe it to their fans to push for it. I think now people are going to call me a hypocrite. People are going to say, oh, you know, you said last week you don't want the Canucks to be in the playoffs. You think they're just going around and not taking this, you know. You said last week the Canucks should have made the playoffs. They're into organizational goals and structure and all that. All that stuff, I do believe, yes. But that's for the offseason. The offseason is where the Canucks and their front office determine what that organizational structure is, what that organizational goal is going to be. But right now, these guys are playing their you-know-what's off, trying to cement a playoff berth. And I think these guys, Boudreaux is not going to want to play for next year. We might not even be back next year, right? We don't even know if Bruce Boudreaux is going to be back next year. So the reason why I'm sorry, guys, I'm wearing a hat again. Yes, I'm wearing a hat because I need a haircut and I haven't got a haircut in two weeks. But this week I will get a haircut because I'm going out. But that's personal. I know I'm always wearing hats and stuff like that. But uh, it's because I have a really bad haircut right now or not a bad haircut. My hair is getting kind of greasy right now. I need to get a fade, but I'm sidetracked. You guys are going to notice I sidetrack a lot when it comes to these type of things right here. But this is what I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to get at. The Canucks need to go for the playoffs this year from a players and coaches standpoint, not a front office standpoint. I'm sure business-wise, it'd be great if they make the playoffs too. Francesco Aquilini would love if the Canucks were to make the playoffs because that means more money in his pocket. And we all know he is a businessman who wants money in his pocket. But <clears throat> this is why the Canucks need to go for the playoffs this year. These guys, the Millers, the Horvats, the Pedersons, um, Whoever, whomever, top guys, Besser, even though he's not playing right now, Demko, all these guys. These guys have turned this season around. Whether we like it or not, they were probably the worst team, one of the worst statistical teams in the league in the beginning of the year. Then Boudreaux comes in, they pick it up, and now they're on the precipice of an 80-plus point season, which, quite frankly, is not bad, right? Yes, it's not the Colorados and the elitists, but if they finish with potentially 90 points, you know, high 80s, mid 80s, mid to high 80s, low 90s points wise. That's a fairly successful season, I would say. It's kind of mediocre, but um, considering what this team has gone through you know, with coaching change, management change, all that stuff, it 
Now again, the bar is very low. I've been getting into a lot of argument. Like so, to put into context, why I'm thinking that is so. As you guys know, I live in Toronto, and I have a lot of Leaf fans in Toronto that come at me because I'm a notoriously big Leafs hater, and they always say, "Well, well how are the Canucks doing? Oh, how are the Canucks doing?" And I always say, "Like, look, like the Canucks. I expected them to make the playoffs this year. The division they were in, they should make the playoffs." Um, and they got just a horrible start to put them behind the eight ball. But if you look at it of late, they're playing at a pretty good clip. Um, I think under Boudreaux, they've what won? I think they're playing at a six, almost a five seventy winning clip, which is quite impressive. Look, last ten games, the Canucks are at five, two, and three. They've won three in a row. They need to basically still continue on this heater, and it's. Look, I'm going to, instead of just beating on the bush, look, the Canucks need to go for it because players want to win and players want to play for an organization that cares about winning and is going to respect their players and go for it. Now, if the Canucks go for it for this push and they try to make the playoffs and they get in, amazing, successful season. If they don't, look, at least you can say, hey, we went for it, it didn't work, and we can strip it down. It's easier to strip it down that way than had they spent a big sellers at the deadline and then just strip it down then and they're still in the middle or the fringe middle of the playoff race so at least now they're going for it and you can say hey we gave it our best shot it just we're not good enough and that makes an easier pill to swallow for the offseason when changes are going to happen whether we like it or not changes will happen so coming up after this i want to kind of dive deeper into the remaining games and what i think will transpire um going forward with the Canucks in this next nine games that will essentially determine whether or not their season is going on. But first, I want to talk about Athletic Greens. So our partners at Athletic Greens um, are basically the product I use every day. So, you know, you want to have better gut health like myself, more energy. I'm always tired, um, you know, busy with school and assignments and podcasts and work and all of that. And I wanted to have more energy. I wanted something that actually tastes great and wanted to see what the hype was about athletic greens. So the people was asking, well, what is it? Well, with one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, which is good for your gut health, and, and adaptogens to help start your day right. Because it's not always good to start your day in the right with your immune system and your nervous system. And it's got all the ingredients to help that out, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of that. So I personally consume it is I take it every morning um, right before breakfast when I wake up. And it makes me feel great. My family and friends have gone and they love it. And I also take it when I travel as well. So again, more facts about uh, AG1 is it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, Paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it helps out at all. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no nothing like that at all. It supports better sleep and recovery, supports mental clarity, which is massive, and alertness. It's the one thing with the best thing. It's one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the products based on the latest science, which is very important with contestant product iterations. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm 
your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements, which gets confusing. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So let's go into the Canucks and the playoff chances of the Vancouver Canucks. So as I mentioned, they play Vegas on Tuesday night at home. And think about it. They are been have been horrible at home of late. And look, Vegas is just beat Arizona 6-1. It is Arizona. But look, they're going up against the gauntlet next. Not so much a gauntlet, but they're going up against the Western Canada Road Swing. So Canucks, Flames, Oilers, and look, they are going to be battling their lives apart. But if you look at Vegas, right, they haven't had a great year. They're 24th in power play, 21st in shooting percentage, goals allowed their 15th, 8th most shots allowed, their penalty kills 20th. Yes, they've been ravaged by injuries. And I think Vegas, of how successful they've been this whole time since they've been in the league, you know, what is it, three Western Conference Finals, Stanley Cup Finals, playoffs every year. We get it. They've been hit hard with injuries. Of course, they have to integrate Jack Eichel, and it's been kind of a tough year for them. Canucks, if they, if the Canucks win on Tuesday against Vegas, I will become an even bigger believer that this team will make the playoffs because Vegas has been their kind of kryptonite. They won in Vegas last week, 5-1, as we mentioned. That was a great episode we filmed. And hopefully on Tuesday night in Vancouver, where I'm sure it will be an electric atmosphere in the building because, look, this is a team they're chasing. To get within two points of them, with then it would be eight games left. Now we can kind of see that, yeah, you need some help still, but you can kind of see like the lines right there. You know, we're approaching the line. We've won four straight. Now I'm not getting ahead of myself. It's going to be a massive game and the Canucks are going to need their big guys to step up again. Like they have been other than Saturday night, but with those depth guys rolling, that's confidence that they need. The one thing I've noticed, the one thing in sports is your great players will be great wherever, right? Whether it's on the road or at home, they will be great, but role players play better at home because it's a higher comfort zone and comfort zone means everything in sports. You can be, for example, look at, I guess you can say the master, but Tiger Woods had a very big comfort zone at Augusta, which is why he felt he could come back and play there. Now, the last two days of the Masters, he did not look good, but again, that's just timing and not playing for 500 days, but nobody knows Augusta like Tiger Woods, which has probably fueled him to say, I can come back. He's already committed to the British Open, at St. Andrews, a place where he's won. So Tiger Woods is not a role player, but what I'm saying is, you look at it in basketball too. The role players play better when they're at home because they're comfortable. So when the Canucks are at home, they not only need their stars to play good, but they need their role players to play even better at home as well. And that's why I think having a game like this on Saturday night where your role players stepped up and won you the game. I think all that Eklund Larson said, our stars haven't played well at home, so we want to help them out. 
well, your stars won you the last couple games in a row. It was good that you guys helped picked up that pace and won them the game. You guys need you need your role players to win you games in important times like this. So the Canucks on Tuesday against Vegas are gonna need everybody's hands on deck to pull this out because it is not going to be easy. So after Vegas, the Canucks then play Arizona again at home. That should be a win. And then they play the Dallas Stars, the other team they are chasing in this race. And look, Dallas of late has been, look, Dallas was in the Stanley Cup Finals a couple of years ago. They, you know, the thing with Dallas is you can see Sagan and Ben have kind of taken that step back. They're old enough. And when you look at the at Dallas's stats across the board, their team, like they're 19th in goals, 19th in shots. Their power plays 14th. They are really good in the faceoff circle. But they're not world beaters, right? The thing is, they're and they're all not the best on the road. The Canucks have a way better road record. They're 2014 and four on the road, where the Stars are 19, 17, and two. The Canucks need to pick up points against the Stars. They need to win that. The Canucks need to win the next three games. Then you play against Ottawa, another team you should beat. At Minnesota, well, what will Minnesota have to play for at that point? At Calgary, at Seattle, which should be a win. Then, no, sorry, at Seattle. At home versus Seattle, which should be a win. At home versus LA. And you finish off at Edmonton. Looking at this right now, the Canucks need to win against Vegas. Need to win against the D- Dallas. They should win against Ottawa. They should win against Arizona. They're going to need to win in these next, what is this, nine, eight games? Eight, nine games? They're going to need to win at least seven. Seven and maybe one thing. Now, there's games there for them to be had, and they got a big help last night on the on the on the score sheet. They got big help on the score sheet last night from Nashville not winning and Dallas not winning, and they're gonna need help too. But look, you also gotta only control what you can control, and that's winning the being the teams in front of you. And you have games against teams that you're chasing the signs. Game against LA, game against Dallas, game against Vegas. You have games against teams that you are chasing. You have to beat them. That is where you determine if you are a playoff team or not. Dr. Demko needs to come up big. He needs to play what he's like how he's been playing all year. Play good. Bo Horvat's been on a tear. He's got the same amount of goals as on a, almost on the same goal scoring pace as Austin Matthews, who is probably going to win the Hart Trophy, and that's going to eat me alive because the Toronto media and everybody is going to be overhyping this way too much. And the way I say this with the Leafs is this. Austin Matthews could win the hard trophy, great. But if they don't make it past the first round, does it really matter? Does it? It doesn't. It doesn't matter at all. But going back to the Canucks, look, the Canucks have an opportunity to do something special. They need to pick up points. They need to do it. Like it's <sighs> they may need to win all ten of their games. They may need to win all ten, but look. They have what 20% chance right now currently. So look, the Canucks need to win every game. And you know, but look, they're posted the fourth best. Thatcher has the fourth best save percentage in the league at 93.7%. Yaroslav Halak has been garbage. 
And so look, if the Canucks win their next the rest of their games, they would have what ninety eight points. But even if they if they lose once, it'll be what ninety six. You're gonna have to get between that ninety five to ninety eight points to make the playoffs. You gotta hope LA kind of falters. You gotta hope all this stuff, right? So, huh, the Canucks. It's going to be daunting, but I think Tuesday will be a big indication of whether um, they are able to pull it out or not. If the Canucks win on Tuesday, confidence just keeps on going. We know what confidence does in sports; momentum does. I know people say it doesn't they don't believe in it, but if the Canucks win on Tuesday at home against Vegas. I can see them reeling off another couple more wins in a row. I genuinely believe that. Also, ever since this podcast has started, they've won. So let's keep this train going. We're going to ride this train to the playoffs, baby, because I'm fully on board. Next stop is the playoffs. Or they lose and just worry about the draft. Then, But we're going to think positively. We're going for the playoffs. So coming up after this, I want to talk about if they do make the playoffs. How big is this? Where does this rank amongst your impressive, on the impressive scale of the Vancouver Canucks? Because it's going to be, I think it'll be very impressive. So you want to stay tuned to hear that. But next, we want to talk about Bet Online again. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs which will be a heater start of the major league baseball season, which was very impressive with the blue Jays. Um, although again, I'm not a blue Jays fan, but I saw it on TV bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action bet online where the game starts. Also built bar. Have you tried the puffs, the Bilt Bar puffs? If you have not, you are missing out on one of the best built bars tasting in the world. The puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, which is always a good marshmallow. They're marshmallow, which is good. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And everybody loves treats. And they're 100% covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are the fan favorite with some incredible flavors, yummy cinnamony, Churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. They're low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A, a typical candy bar can be anywhere from 200 to 300 calories. Most built bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. If you're trying to get jacked for the summer, Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. So I got an offer for all of you. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off. At BuiltBar.com. Who doesn't like free Built Bars? <laughs> All right. Before we end this show, Canucks, if they make the playoffs, if they get into the playoffs this year and they play Colorado or they play Calgary, I think if they play Calgary, I would love to see them beat Calgary. I hate Calgary. I hate Colorado too. 
because back in the day, you know, Joe Sackick, Peter Forsberg, Milan Heydu. I remember all of that. I remember Milan Heydu destroying the Canucks on a nightly basis whenever you played them. But look, if the Canucks make the playoffs, considering where they started this year, it will absolutely be one of the most impressive things we've seen in the last 10 years, which is not saying a lot because this team has sucked for the last 10 years. I said it. They've been horrible. And the record shows. But look, if they make the playoffs and they give this fan base something to cheer about, something to be proud about, something to... Look, one or have two playoff home games at Rogers Arena. When was the last time we had a playoff home game at Rogers Arena? 2015? Seven years. If the Canucks can play a home game, a home playoff game at home, just imagine the electricity. Just how imagine how our city will feel. How, how much it will do for the city. People don't understand how much the Canucks, when they're playing well, how much it does for this city. When the Canucks are playing well, Vancouver is a much happier place. Except when they lose in Stanley Cup Finals. But look, when the Canucks are winning and the car flags are out and they're in the playoffs and everybody's happy, Scott Rhodes packed, all of that. By the way, if the Canucks go on a run in the playoffs this year, which I don't think they will, but if they do, if they get past round one or something like that, I'm coming back to go to Scott Road. I need to be at Scott Road. Like, I miss Scott Road. For those of you that don't know, Scott Road is a street in Surrey, British Columbia, where all Canucks fans congregate, and it is an absolute lit experience. Just look at the videos on YouTube. It's absolutely amazing. But look, if the Canucks make the playoffs this year, it will absolutely not be beneficial for the hockey club. It will be beneficial for the city. Coming out of COVID, coming out of all this stuff that's going on in the world, to have the Canucks make the playoffs will be an absolute positive for this city. The Whitecaps aren't doing anything. The Lions aren't doing anything. If the Canucks make the playoffs this year, it will not only help the franchise that was, you know, doesn't have the best rep around the league. It'll help the franchise, but also help the city. It'll make us feel as Vancouverites and British Columbians proud once again. And when we take pride in our hockey team and we people don't understand how much pride it is to be a Canucks fan and how much and how important it is to be from Vancouver, to be from British Columbia and support the Canucks. I I swear to you, the first episode I said this, I love this team. And I want this team to make the playoffs this year because I want it to see people happy. I want to see people cheering once again. I want to see Rogers Arena filled to the rafters, people waving their towels. I want to see the YouTube music. I don't want to see. Yeah, I want to see the YouTube music. I want to hear it. I want to see them coming out. I want to see the electricity run through the building. And that's going to happen. I'm going to manifest it because this podcast came out. Canucks have been on a heater. They're going to win Tuesday. They're going to go on a hot streak like nobody else's business. And they're going to make the Stanley Cup playoffs book it anyway that's my soliloquy that's all the time i have for you guys tonight coming up tomorrow we're gonna dive a little bit deeper because it's an off day dive a little bit deeper into the canucks versus knights maybe some other fun topics i gotta think about it oh you just gotta come and listen that's all you gotta do thank you for making locked on canucks your first listen every day now your second listen of the day. Listen to Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Rodine and Philip Livingstone 
help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, thank you. Happy Monday. Have a blessed beginning to your week. Go Canucks, go. And we will talk to you.